Hi folks, bet you didn't know I was going to be doing the intro today. It's Rick Busy, and here to introduce to you the Trelua Blazers. Two dumb dudes who's going to tell you about their movie films and all the trailers that get you ready, prepare your heart for what it's going to be. And so, without further ado, I've got here Ben Moon and Nick Kendler. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. Welcome to the trailer, Blizzures. All right, folks, we had a great show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Mm. Folks, welcome. Uh, it's been two weeks because... Has it been two weeks or has it been three? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Uh, because it's been pretty dry. It's hard to fill out the uh, outline in winter, and we don't want to talk about stuff that's not at all interesting to us. Yes. So we might... I don't know if... There, if it, like around this time of year it's not uncommon for us to be bi-weekly yeah and uh you know this isn't some artsy fartsy movie podcast where we talk about you know art house films and uh and and lesser known things we're we're here for them comic book movies you know sci-fi yeah that's what we like that's that's our speed and maybe it's your speed too if you're listening to us folks so I tell you what, let's. Uh, I had done watched a lot, and uh, so let's talk about what we'd done had watched this past week. What we'd done had watched this past week. You watched a tremendous amount of things, so I'm going to get mine out of the way first. <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds good. I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania. I, I can't yeah. say it, but I did enjoy it. You might be saying... But Nick, it got forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The movie <laughs> critics didn't like it, so you're not allowed to like it either. Uh, yeah, well, you know what I say. So did Venom, and I love Venom. <laughs> uh, Nick says I'm gonna take this uh, plastic bag filled with poo and light it on fire and put it on their doorstep. I just think film critics isn't a job that should exist because, like, it's just some dude. And he just is using a thesaurus to complain about movies. Yeah, those guys are no... They don't know nothing. Even when I agree with them, I don't like them. Yeah, you should... You should listen to us, the dumb dudes. Yeah, we just are talking about it normal. And also, our our opinions don't hold sway over anyone. Yeah, and also, if you disagree with, with us, we're like, okay... Yeah, it's fine. It's cartoons. <laughs> yeah, it's cartoons. Sometimes sometimes we disagree. Yeah, sometimes. I'm sure we will at some point during this episode. We usually... There's one trailer that I'm like, oh, yeah, and you're like, eh. Or you're like, oh, yeah, and I'm like, meh. Yeah. And you know what, folks? Variety is the spice of life. I thought it was melange. Variety is the spice melange. <laughs> I'll tell you what we both agree on is Dune. God, man. Give us more Dune. Ugh. When we gonna get? When we gonna get a Dune two trailer? That's what I want. Dune Part Two. I would. You know, I wouldn't even be mad if they brought in elements from the later books into Dune. Yeah, I just, I just want. I just want to be in that universe. I do. I do too. I want to go on the the Guild Navigator ships. I want to see the tanks. Yeah, me too. I want to see them with their flippers. Oh my God! It's the wildest thing. Speaking of things in the future, I also started watching Hello Tomorrow on uh, Apple TV, which yeah. is the one that has like the Fallout pre pre Fallout aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, 
it's really weird. It's like a, it's set in that kind of a universe, but it's like a show, like a normal show with a plot, like a normal plot. The plot line isn't based on the fact that it's retrofuturism. It's like just a plot line that would exist and it's taking place there, which I wasn't expecting. And I don't know why that's weird because that's how you should do things like that. Yeah. But I just didn't expect it. And it's, I keep waiting for like some shoe to drop or something because retrofuturism <laughs> is, is almost always sinister in some way, you know? Yeah. 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 But this seems to be just like, this is the world where this show happens. So yeah, it's like, it's, it. so is it is it kind of like uh, they t- they have a good story and good writing and they can just pick whatever sort of genre they want to yeah, put it in. That's what's yeah. happening so far. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it so far, uh, especially okay. uh, just listening to Billy Crudup talk because he's got that great voice. And then also Hank Azaria is in it, and I like him. And Allison Pill, I like Allison Pill. She's in Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah, yeah, I like her too. Yep. And also, I watched the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian. I have not watched it yet. Uh, I need to. I need to get it. Get on that. How How was it? It was kind of like a a full episode last time on. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So like, I saw people like being like, "Don't spoil it," but honestly, there's you can't. There's nothing to spoil. It was all really <laughs> very recappy. Uh. So not like. I wouldn't say a good episode because it wasn't. It didn't feel like an, a real one, but uh, it could set up a good season. Uh, did any of the Holy Trinity direct this episode? I didn't even look who directed it. Um, I'll have to get back to you next time on that. Uh, if BDH doesn't direct an episode this season, we riot. Yeah, she. I think she's got like lifelong season chops. You know, like they'll give her one every. Every season, at least one. Yeah, hopefully at least, at the very least. Her and they should do Peyton Reed and uh, Filoni himself and Favreau. Yep, yep. That's what we want, folks. Uh, Well, I'll be watching that probably this weekend. I'm going to try to watch Ant-Man this weekend, too. Excellent. Because I got movie, I got movie pass. You better use it. I know. I got my card. I got my card in the mail, so... I can see like three movies a month or something like that. Unless they're real big blockbusters, then I can only see like two. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'll I'll report on how it do. Okay. Yep. So I watched. Uh, I've been watching Willow. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel anything like the '80s Willow. Uh, it's I'm just, it's it's just it's okay. It's yeah. just okay. It's I I you know I watch it while I eat lunch, and that's the only time I watch it. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not really invested. I'm not really, definitely not emotionally invested. I don't really care. I'll finish it, you know, eventually while I eat lunch. I'll check it out uh, at I, some point. Uh, so, you know, I had to go to uh, Vegas for work. So on the plane, I watched Black Adam uh-huh. with The Rock, one The Rock Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. You know, it was, I went into it with very low expectations and it was entertaining. I'll give it that. Um, it's kind of corny in some parts. Um, I, I like this uh, Dr. Fate character. I think probably Pierce Brosnan was the best part. I was going to say, well, you like Pierce Brosnan already. I do. Uh, he's just such a handsome man. I just I, I just like him. There's also the guy that plays um, Hawkman. I liked him. Yeah. Um, the Rock's kind of one-dimensional in this. Uh, 
So, but I found it interesting. It was fun. I did not, I tell you what, I didn't care for the young characters. Like there's this guy that's like Ant-Man, he can grow giant. Okay. I don't even know what he's called. Giant man, uh, Adam, Adam Smasher. That's it. Oh yeah. Our, same as, uh, uh, what is that? Cyberpunk. There's an Adam Smasher. Guy oh yeah, there. that's right. Yeah. And then there's some girl that does like tornado powers. <laughs> I'm butchering this. Uh, all the DC fans are hating me. Uh, they were completely throwaway. They, they they played really no role in the story. Like they were completely useless. Um, and I was like, is this? Are they in here just so we have young people in this? I don't even. I don't know. Didn't I didn't care. Anyway, I watched it, so it, it exists. A ringing endorsement. Yeah, I've wa- I've watched an episode of Tales of the Jedi. That rules. Yeah, um, I watched History of the World Part One. So I watched Excellent. it with my brother one night. The funniest part in this movie is this um, uh, cannabis part where he like rolls this giant like four foot long joint, uh-huh. <laughs> and then and so he gets all the Romans. So like <laughs> the Roman soldiers are chasing after him, and they all get hide as they're chasing after him. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then they stop. The guy's like, "You go south. You go north. I'm gonna stay right here and walk in a cycle <laughs> around <laughs> the joint." And I'm <laughs> dying. Uh, oh my god. I'll have to throw a clip. Go burn! Go northward! You go southward! I'm gonna walk here around in a circle. My but, favorite uh, but, is every time Madeline Kahn says or does anything in that movie is my favorite. You know, it's Missy sort of primed us and she's like, it's really that eighties raunchy humor and it definitely is. There's and there's definitely some jokes you can't make today. No. It, um, yeah. <laughs> But eventually, the it's good to be the king. <laughs> it yeah. kind of got funny. Like the first, time I was like, "Oh gosh, you can't do this." This is this, is, and then and then by the end, I was like, "It's good to be the king." <laughs> uh, I think so I watched stupid. that. I think I watched that with Missy. Oh, did you? Somewhat recently too. Yeah. Last year, maybe. It's funny. He. It's like nobody makes uh, Jewish jokes, um, but because Mel Brooks is Jewish, it's 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 funny. Yeah, he's real good. I, don't know. I like all of his movies, except for uh, famously, I don't care for Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But I like all the other ones. So anyway, it was uh, it was a good watch, and it really primed us for History of the World Part Two. Looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, I watched a, a Formula One Drive to Survive. Nobody cares about that except me. It's fun. Whatever. Oh, and and uh, Formula One and IndyCar start this weekend. Whoop whoop! Very excited. Um, I watched the uh, Nate Bargatze. Uh, it's weird. It's like episode. They call it episode. So it's it's a one hour long stand up, and it's called Hel- Nate Bargatze Hello World Episode One. And it's Nate Bargatze at his best. He is my favorite stand up comedian by far. He's so funny. You can watch it with your kids. It's it's just great. Yeah, he was always funny when he was on Movie Crush back in the day when that podcast existed. Oh, I didn't know he was on a podcast. Oh yeah, uh, you could check out those. Uh, my buddy Noel is the producer on that podcast. Well, maybe I'll have to go back and watch uh, or listen to some old eps. I'll send it to you later in the week. Mm. Um, and then I've been start- starting on a new pair of shoes and watching Star Trek Lower Decks. I love Star Trek Lower Decks. It's the best. It is so good. I love it so much, and I'm so glad I got my costume put together for this. I got to take it to the dry cleaners, but can't wait to to, to uh, do this at Dragon Con with y'all. Oh yeah, it's it's one of the most fun costumes I've ever done too. It's just because I didn't know Trekkies were so welcoming and nice, and they just yeah. are. Like they come out of the woodwork just to be nice to you at Dragon Con. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. So that's what we done had watched this past week, and that brings us to the new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. This is a extremely Marvel heavy new news because we have two items and both of them are uh marvel based the first one is is it a rumor is it is it confirmed do we know well it's confirmed that he's cast but who he is cast as is the rumor okay so steven yoon is uh potentially going to be sentry yeah so sentry is kind of a man-made uh superman type character in in marvel but he's kind of unstable yeah and uh very powerful very powerful but yeah like kind of mentally unstable because he starts off as this schlubby guy named bob and i don't know much about sentry i haven't read i don't think i've read anything with sentry in it i just know him tangentially through my marvel readings kind of kind of like hyperion who is basically a complete copy of superman on purpose like hyperion was even a baby that came from another planet that was destroyed you know yeah it was like an on purpose copy (laughs) you know if he's so powerful i can imagine here's what here's the way i can imagine it the only person that can go toe-to-toe with him is like captain marvel Mm -hmm. um but what do you how do you stop somebody that's you know unstable mentally unstable you bring in professor xavier and you introduce Professor. when all hope seems lost sentry's going to destroy the earth professor xavier steps in i don't think they're going to introduce him outside of an x-men thing because he's going to be in thunderbolts i know they won't yeah oh yeah he's gonna be a thunderbolt well yeah i think the way it's going to do is uh Valerie uh, is going to create him uh, to be on the Thunderbolts. And then he's, I think he'll, he'll probably go haywire and then it'll, they'll have to fight against him or something. That's my prediction. Do you think, do you think they'll take like the tech that they learned from vision and be like, we created a new vision Sentry, something like that or more super serum stuff, you know, or power broker stuff. Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just have to see because we don't know nothing. He might not even be Sentry. We don't know. We don't know. We just know that Steven Yeun is going to be in in Thunderbolts. Which we like because he's a good actor. Yep, I like him a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm just happy to have good actors. Me too. Yeah, I like when good actors are in Marvel stuff. Yeah. Uh, And then the next uh, piece of news here, Sydney Sweeney is going to be Spider-Woman, yeah. but they got this wrong. Well, no, no. The news that you sent me, they got it wrong. Yeah, so I, I saw a picture, and it was like, Sydney Sweeney was cast as... Uh, which one did they say she was? I don't want to say it backwards. Let me look. Yeah. Okay, so they said, Sydney Sweeney will reportedly play Julia Carpenter, a.k.a. Spider-Woman, in Madam Web. But the picture they put was of Jessica Drew... Right. Spider Woman, because yeah. there's three different Spider Woman mantle holders uh, or slash variants, and so it's like, did they get the name wrong? And she's reportedly going to play Jessica Drew, or is she going to play Julia Carpenter? And they just put a picture of the wrong character, and I think that's going to be in Madam Web. And now they're dead to us. Yeah, they are dead to us. I don't know. I really like jessica drew she's one of my favorite marvel characters and doesn't get enough respect so i hope she's in something but also the other ones are fine too yeah 
Sydney Sweeney, um, I could have sworn she was Australian just because she looks like an Australian, but we looked her up. She's American. Yeah, she looks like she came from the Nicole Kidman tree of blonde women. The VAT. The the Australian yeah. blonde women VAT. What a wonderful country. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> thing. Bless it. Bless it. What a wonderful thing to bestow upon the world. Yes. Oh, uh, what, what, what's her name too from uh, Jessica Jones? Uh, Patsy oh, yeah. from Jessica Jones. Rachel Taylor. She's also Australian. Yep. She looks like Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretzels is the same. Um, yep. So that's really the only like news worth talking about, I think, maybe. And we ain't got no questions times this week, unless you got one on the top of your head. Uh, I can't think of one. Yeah, me neither. It's been a very, very long week for me here. I don't know about you. It actually was long for me, too. We came out with our 16.0 version of our software, and it's the yeah. biggest UI change in years. So it was a lot of like prepping all of our customers and, and bug testing. I have been bug testing an app all week. Okay, so that's mm, been... Yeah. We're sort of overrun with files, and I'm helping. I was helping Kevin move stuff. Uh, so he's over at his house now. Speaking of Kevin, we should on the on the Instagram. You should post the picture. There's a Snapchat filter, and when I use it, it looks like a mix of me and Kevin. It's true. It does. I'll post a picture of you and Kevin, and then I'll post the picture of the mixed one. Yes, that's. I I even thought about posting that to my story, and maybe I'll just put the Trailer Blazers version on my story. Uh, very, very uh, funny to me because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's true. It does. Yeah, I thought. I thought so. Kevin, how is how is uh, how is it uh, having Kevin live next to you? Well, now he lives three blocks away instead of right next door. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so it's changing suddenly, but uh, it was very nice having him right next door. Yeah. It's fun to see people you like every day. It is nice, isn't it? Also, his dog is best friends with my dog, so... That's pretty great. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. That's pretty great. Well, folks, guess what? It's time to talk about them. New, new. New, new. New, new. New, new. Trelures we have in Adele Tain. And we had to scrape these together over two weeks. <laughs> and actually, we're going to start off with something that's already out. And I've been watching, yep. and that is Formula One Drive to Survive. This is a uh, season five red band trailer. Is this, I think we've talked about each, or a couple seasons of this on here, right? Yes. Is this the one where it kind of like follows a couple different drivers, like documentary style? Uh, or is it just the races? No, it is It is a basically a documentary style reality show. It follows all the drivers and the team principals, which are like, you know, the captains or whatever the teams and uh it's it, you know it's shot really well it's really good looking you know it's like 4k and, and they do cover the races and like it's all slow motion and a lot of drama everybody using bad language but it's very entertaining especially if you like racing do i recommend it yeah not with your kids but yeah if you like racing even if you're not into racing you might like it it's interesting or if you got little sailor kids who are foul mouth <laughs> watch it with your sailor kids <laughs> the episode title <laughs> i keep thinking there's a ghost behind you over your shoulder oh what is that <laughs> it's uh it's my jedi costume uh, <laughs> like three or four times i've been like oh there's a ghost behind ben 
I should take a picture of this and put it on the Instagram. You should. <laughs> yeah. So there's a like there's like a nail in the column down here, and it's like right uh-huh. next to the ceiling, and so it's I, it's hung up like right, like right below the ceiling. So it is it does look kind of like a ghost. Everyone check the Instagram. I will put the picture of the ghost on there with the Kevin and Ben pictures. We we are generating some good Instagram content uh, here. Yeah, this is an Instagram heavy episode. Yeah. Marvel and Instagram heavy. Uh, next up, we've got a trailer for The Lake. Yeah, so this is a, a Thai movie, uh, Thai Hollywood. And the plot is one child brought back a strange egg until it realized that it was a monster egg. It emerged from the lake and kill everyone in the whole town. A <laughs> uh, little translated uh, description there. So this is a lake monster movie that is completely practical effects, uh, which is cool. And the <laughs> the scene at the beginning of the trailer is straight out of Godzilla 1998. Like there's a guy sitting on the end of a dock in a yellow raincoat fishing. Yeah. And the monster spikes are in the water going towards him. That's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the host, and I think they even reference it um, that it's like South Korea had the host, and now Thailand has the lake. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, it is like the 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 host. I really like the practical stuff. It looks so much better than uh, anything computer animated. However, at the end, it's like ripping this train apart, and it's and then it stands uh-huh. up, and it's like completely anthropomorphic. And I was like, oh, I like it better as like an alligator looking thing. I was yeah. I, when I think of a lake monster, I kind of think of a plesiosaur type thing. This kind of looks like uh, a way better looking uh, version of like a the Peter Benchley's the Beast or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, not the Beast creature, or whatever that shark monster was. Yeah. The Beast was the squid movie. Oh. Uh, right. Uh, the Beast. Yeah, Peter Benchley's. You know, he he wrote the Jaws book, and so then he wrote a bunch of other water monster books. Mm. He's uh, predicating on people's fears of getting... You know, don't you have this fear? You won't get in the ocean, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of water monsters, you got a figure, a Ninja Turtles figure? Oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a third-party figure, which means it's not licensed by uh, whoever owns like Warner Brothers, I think. So it's completely third-party, but it's Leatherhead... Basically, it's Leatherhead from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And it's hyper detailed. Uh, just big alligator dude. And he's got the hat and he's got like the jacket and like I love the it. jeans on. I love it so much. It's so cool. It's like one of the coolest things. And uh, they made it so if you take if you take off like the jacket and the stuff, you can put on these handcuffs that he came with and it can also be a third party like killer croc for batman so they're very versatile these third party companies and uh i love third party unlicensed toy companies because they raise the stakes and then uh the licensed uh manufacturers have to make better stuff and they have to make more characters because they're in direct competition with unlicensed third party companies that are just making them anyway (laughs) so yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, we you should, can look at my own Instagram for that. Yeah, we should get we should get a movie with like Leatherhead and Baxter Stockman and stuff. Yeah, or like uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, but not the weird CGI ones from the 
Michael Bay movie. Yeah, go, I I really do wish they'd go back to the practical and and, and give us all these like just wonderful. Pra- I think that I think the audience reception of that would be really good. Yeah, people like it better. Like, there's some CG that's incredible. Like Thanos in Infinity War and Endgame is perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, but like, and the in between movies they slack off some sometimes. You know. Like Ant Man and the Wasp looks like a cartoon. Like I loved, I loved it. I had a great time, but it does. It looks like a cartoon, like compared <laughs> to, like Endgame or yeah, uh, and and practical sets. Like at watching Andor compared to all the stuff they do on the uh, the volume, Andor looked so much better, and it's because they filmed it outside. Those sets, they speak volumes. <laughs> not, not you know, pun intended. Mm, your stuff is by the door. <laughs> okay next we have a trailer for the pope's exorcist okay a uh, portrayal of a real life figure father gabriel amorinth a priest who acted as chief exorcist of the vatican and who performed more than a hundred thousand ex- exorcisms in his lifetime so anytime an actor hits a certain age they have to do an exorcist movie like anthony hopkins made this movie and it was called the right that's all i could think of when i was watching this was that movie all I could think of was like, they're supposed to be in Italy, but there's like this smorgasbord of accents. You have like some people doing British accents. You got, you got uh, some fake Italian accents. Uh, you know, I don't know. What about this? I mean, I imagine people in the Vatican have to come in from all over the place. Yeah, that's and that's kind of what I was guessing too. And they got Ralph Einson in it. He's that guy who talks like this from The Witch and Game of Thrones and stuff. And uh, Russell Crowe, and those are the only people I know in this. But uh, I did like the scene with the f- with the fake Mary floating. Like the f- effect looks really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I kind of I sometimes like watching movies like this. Like I like the movie The Right with Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and then until the end when it's like the demon is Bale, and I was like, well, Bale isn't a demon. Bale is a Babylonian storm god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this one I'll probably watch on HBO at some point, maybe. Maybe so. I, I I will definitely not watch this. I don't care for this. I don't like horror. I'll check it out. Uh, period. Okay, so Nick will watch that. And then uh, Nick won't be watching this next thing, which is Peter Pan and Wendy. You know, this is a live action adaptation of J.M. Barry's classic tale of a boy. We all, I don't, why am I reading this? Everyone knows Peter Pan. <laughs> this is just Peter Pan. Um, it's Peter Pan. It, I, I will say, it looks like it's well done. It does. Uh, especially comparatively with the other live action Disney movies, this looks better. And like Jude Law is in it and come on, Jude Law is great. Um, except for maybe Alfie, but you know, it, that was 2004. We can forgive the man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, they made like 85 Peter Pan movies this year for some reason. Um, what's that? What's the other ones? Uh, there was the one by the dude who directed Beast of the Southern Wild that was just called Wendy, and there's a couple other ones. Huh. Uh, Wendy in this movie is played by Ever Anderson, who is the daughter of Mila Jovovich and Paul Ta- or Paul W S Anderson. Oh, she looks. Uh, she does look like her mom, doesn't she? Yep, yep. She played young Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow as well. Ah. But yeah, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, I know her. <laughs> That's Mila's Mila's daughter. And then 
I don't know that I know anyone else besides Jude Law. Oh, Jim Gaffigan is Mr. Smee. That's fun. Oh, that is fun. They they did. Maybe shoot, I will watch. They this. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on second thought, they do shoot on location in this because they're on like these cliffs of like uh, Scotland or something, and it's beautiful. I was like, I want to go to there. I was there, and it was awesome. I saw those cliffs of Scotland. I want to do like friends trip over there. Yeah, I'll go back to Scotland. I gotta get the haggis, man. Can't get it here. It's, I'm jonesing for it. I wonder if you could import it, Nick. You can't because it's got sheep lung in it, and you're not allowed to buy that here. Y- Europe is cleaner than, as far as food goes, than the United States. I agree. And so far, this has not helped me. <laughs> oh, I, listen, I want to talk about the Western diet. I want to talk about the American diet for a second because I am starting to think that emulsifiers and thickeners like guar gum and polysorbate 80 and, and lycophen and all this kind of stuff are hurting my gut, okay? Like, it makes me uncomfortable all day and it kind of hurts. And it's in everything. These things are in everything in this America's America's packaged foods, prepackaged foods or whatever. And you know what? I don't like it. Uh, I want to drink oat milk without having to worry about if it's got some kind of a thickening agent in it that's going to hurt me. My friend Dr. Cat says you should try as much as possible to eat food that was made like it was in the 1700s before all of this crud. Dr. Cat is right. I don't know if she's listening or not, but Dr. Cat is right. She's probably not listening, but maybe I'll tag her. <laughs> you were mentioned, Doctor. So anyway, um, there is a shot of uh, the 300 jump stab. You know, when you jump, when you have the sword in your hands, in both hands, and you like bend your legs, you bend your back and like jump through the air. That That is in this. I guess the producers were probably like, yeah, let's put that in there. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. Um, next up, we have a trailer for Up Here. This is following the extraordinary story of one ordinary couple as they fall in love and discover that the single greatest obstacle to finding happiness together might just be themselves. Now, this is a musical comedy series on Hulu that comes out on March 24th, and the whole reason this is on here is that the main character, uh, Lindsay, she's got these inner voices, and one of her inner voices, which I think is like her dad, is John Hodgman, who I love John Hodgman, and... I watch literally everything that John Hodgman is in. So I'm going to be watching this just because he's not in enough stuff. So I got to take what I get. I like John Hodgman too. Um, but I don't think this is for me. I, I didn't, it didn't catch my interest. It doesn't seem like a Ben thing, but when, when you have very little choice in John Hodgman things to take in, you have to take what you're yeah, given. You take what you're given, even though you spelled it Hodgmason. Well, that wasn't me. That's the, uh, autocorrect. It corrected it to Hodgmason. Yeah, it it keeps it keeps trying to change how it's spelled, and then when I I delete it and retype it, it gets all messed up because doing it on my phone is annoying. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, this is coming out March twenty fourth. John Hodgman in a musical on Hulu, which on Hulu, yeah. yeah, directed by the director of Hamilton. Ah, uh, that's right. Yep. Uh, then we have a trailer for The Blackening. This one's pretty funny. Uh, Yep, it is. Seven black friends who go away for the weekend only to find themselves trapped in a cabin with a killer who has a vendetta. Will their street smarts and knowledge of horror movies help them survive? So this is playing on all the very classic tropes of uh, 
black characters in horror films and like dying it says the whole thing is says they can't all die first and then in the trailer they he the whoever the killer is is like you guys have to pick who is the blackest person there to die first and then they all start trying to figure out who's the blackest one it's pretty funny. it was very funny it is pretty funny and he and this apparently this guy kills with a with a crossbow yeah there was arrows flying in arrows trailer. fly it does, it does <laughs> the end the end of the tra- trailer when she's doing that voice <laughs> she's like who's out there <laughs> i got a gun and then she's like no that's two dmx yeah that was good <laughs> uh this is funny this is this looks really it does funny. look very funny um this i i wonder if this will come out on hbo max or something i'm sure it will i'm sure it'll come out. it's it comes out in theaters on june 16th because uh, I think that was part of the premise of the movie. They said something about Juneteenth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be on HBO. But I, I, I want to watch this. It looks really funny. It does look funny. Oh, uh, then we have a trailer for I, something I'm very confused about. There's a trailer for Haunted Mansion, and has this already been made like three times? Yeah, there was Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Uh, Is it? But isn't there one called The Haunted Mansion? Yeah. yeah. And then and then there's, there's House on Haunted Hill. Well, that's different. The Haunted Mansion is a Disney yes. thing. Uh, the House on Haunted Hill and The Haunting are based on the Vincent Price haunted House on Haunted Hill. Vincent Price. Uh, which is a different thing, yeah. So this is based on the Disney ride, uh, which is what the Eddie Murphy one was based on as well. I'm Googling how many Haunted Mansion movies are there, and it, and it, auto, it auto-filled in Google. There's a lot. This one's got Owen Wilson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Rosario Dawson, uh, Winona Ryder, Danny DeVito... Dan Levy, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish. So there's a lot of people in this one. I thought Scarlett Johansson was also doing this Haunted okay. Mansion movie. So we have The Haunted Mansion in 2003. Uh-huh. We have Haunted Mansion 2023 this year. Uh-huh. There's a Haunted Mansion special that Disney released. That was the one with okay with Will Arnett, right? Uh, I have no idea. Or no, that was a Muppet thing. Well, Muppets Haunted Mansion 2021. Yeah, that was the Will Arnett one. Yeah. Okay. So, th- so maybe there. So maybe I'm just confusing all these other things with haunt haunted in them. And Owen Wilson's in this, and he was also in The Haunting. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Owen Ros- Rosario Dawson and Owen Wilson are in this, and they're both Marvel actors. That's right. And and Star Wars, they're they're, well, he's not Star Wars, but she is. He could be. I'd welcome I I welcome Owen Wilson in just about anything. My heart is open to Owen Wilson. Yeah, for sure. Wow, wow. Uh, so this does look pretty fun. Yep. And I'll probably watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, me too. I probably won't go to the theater, but I will watch it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. All right. So <laughs> so next we have a trailer for Wild Flower. A coming-of-age film that follows B. Johnson from birth to graduation as she navigates life with an intellectually disabled parent and an extended family who can't quite agree on the best way to help. Uh, so this is Kiernan Shipka uh, from Mad Men, who is one of the only like child actors who seems to just like be a, a good actor and continuing on in the profession un- unheeded, which is rare. Uh, this also got Alexandra Daddario and Gene Smart, Brad Garrett. There's a couple other people in here I've heard of. Yeah, so this this story, I'm actually kind of surprised a story like this hasn't been done before, or at least I haven't seen it done before. Um, 
where you have like two intellectually disabled parents and then a like I guess a normal if you want to call it a normal uh, normally abled child neurotypical neurotypical child yeah sure whatever the word is um, sure. but uh, you know I, I won't watch this but I do find the premise sort of interesting yeah I think Kiernan Shipka is a good actor and I think Alexander Daddario is good to look at but I don't want to I don't necessarily want to watch this movie. Yeah, she's Alexandra is only in like a shot or two of this. Yeah, that's why I was like, she's probably ain't in it enough to. Yeah, probably five minute. Yeah, you know, she she's a social worker and she's in it for five minutes. Something like something that, like yeah. that, you know. So I'll miss it, but uh, it, it exists. Yep. Uh, number nine here on the list uh, is Centurion, the Dancing Stallion. I put this on. This is a horse movie I put on here for Missy. Uh, Alicia, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Missy. Here's your present. It's a horse movie with Amber Midthunder from Prey and Legion. Uh, Alicia, a college student, takes part in the Mexican horse riding competition to temporarily escape her problems. Soon she discovered that her health conditions are to hinder her from pursuing uh, her passion. And this is Amber Midthunder from Prey. Uh, who cemented herself in that movie as one of the coolest people out there? Because that movie's great. And then Billy Zane and uh, some other people who I'm not familiar with at this time. The Phantom? Yeah, Billy Zane. I feel bad for Billy Zane because he had really good hair back in the day and now he doesn't have any hair no more. Sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, sometimes it do. But now he, he, ha- he likes to wear jaunty caps. Caps now. So. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, it was like, this. I haven't seen a horse movie in a while. What's the last horse movies I saw? And my first thought was the one where the girl does the diving horse. The diving horse? Yeah, she like dives. She like rides a horse and they dive. And uh, spoiler alert, she, well, I won't spoil it. But uh, anyway, they, she, yeah, it's like, it was like a thing in the 30s or something or the 40s. And so like they'd, she'd ride a horse off a platform and dive into a, a pool of water or a lake or something. Well, there was the what was the one when Scarlett Johansson was little, uh, the Horse Whisperer with Robert Redford and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I never that saw was, that. That one and uh, these are horse girl movies. But like, what about Sea Biscuit? That's not a horse girl movie. That's just a horse movie. Horse diving movie. A <laughs> oh, wild hearts can't be broken. I knew it was something about hearts. Wild hearts can't be broken. Missy, have you seen that one? Uh, Sounds like a horse girl movie. It is a horse. It is absolutely a horse girl movie. And but it but that's not the the last one I saw because I did see Hidalgo with Viggo Mortensen. See, but that's not a horse girl movie. That's a horse movie. Yeah, so I'm saying, are horse movies and horse girl movies different? That seems like a like a technicality. That's a technicality. I want to know though, Missy. Tell us if a horse girl movie is different from a horse movie. Nick over here asking the real questions. It's important. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Nick, until we get an answer to this question. Well, we'll text her after. (laughs) (laughs) You tell us. Let us know. You knew then, and you did nothing. Won't you? Guys, the the last trailer, the Adele to Eanth trailer that we have here is for... Can you even call this a trailer? It's a a teaser, honestly. It's a teaser. It's The Little Mermaid. And boy, they really don't want to show much of this movie. They really are holding back. Yeah, this is all like environment shots and like 
a mermaid swimming in the distance and then right at the end we get the part of this world or part of your world uh song a little like a little sting from it yeah and you get the top half of ursula's head with a laugh yeah yeah and melissa mccarthy oh wait melissa Um, mccarthy is playing ursula yeah the, so I'm looking at the cast list right now. Let, let, let's just be honest. I want to be very honest about something. It's impossible. Not almost impossible. It is impossible to fill the shoes of Pat Carroll, who voiced Ursula in the original 1989 film. Okay? That is correct. Pat Carroll died last year in July. I think we even I think I even mentioned it. Went back yep. when we did it. it. It is it is it may be the best voice performance of all time. No arguments from me. And so, she's not going to be able to fill the shoes here. No, no one could. No one, no one could. And I just want to, I just want to state, you know, I don't feel like I have to put my opinion out there, but this is this opinion is right. Pat Carroll is a legend. Yeah, but also these Disney live action remakes are all bad. So like, yeah, remember how remember how disappointed disappointed we were with Mulan. You have a opportunity to to make something like that and nick the trailers were so good we're like oh my god it's gonna be like crouching tiger hidden dragon and there were moments there were elements where it was like oh i could see hidden inside of this this fabergé egg is actually this wonder wonderful thing but you you never crack the egg they never cracked the egg these movies feel like they're like kind of rushed out and uh overly like it's almost animated to begin with because none of the backgrounds ever look real or anything i don't know it just feels like they they're punch press uh live action remakes like almost made for tv-esque i wish the south koreans would take the mulan story adapt it for korean culture korean history so keep the same basic story but maybe the I don't know if there was some other enemy other than the Huns or something like that, and just adapt it and make a better version of it. Yeah, just do something. Just do something. Or make a movie about the Chinese pirate queen. Now, now you're talking, Nick. Now, well, how how do we not have a movie about the greatest know. pirate of all time? I don't know why there isn't a movie being made right now with Michelle Yeoh as that pirate queen. What? This is writing itself, Nick. This is I know. We're we're just a, we're just coming off the dome. We're just riffing here and we're the idea is there. It's like floating in the ether and we're just like say oh there it is. And why why won't they do it? Is is it because they don't think that women leads can sell mo- or what is it? I don't know. You got some stuffy dumb executives saying stuff like that. It, it and they're can, always wrong. Everything they say is always wrong cuz you always hear these people say this stuff and then it always gets proven wrong. It's like Ike Perlmutter, they he wouldn't greenlight Black Panther, and uh, as soon as he got axed, they greenlit Black Panther. And what's in the top six movies of all time? Black Panther. What made over a billion dollars for real? Black Panther. Who wrote Who wrote Spider Man uh, Homecoming? Uh, John Watts. Have John Watts write it, make it an action comedy, and 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 make Michelle Yeoh the lead. Yeah. All right. I'm so so done. We we should be executives. We should be making these calling these shots. Agreed. No one ever asks us though. <sighs> they don't. 
all we have is this hobby hobby podcast where we <laughs> where we shout these ideas into the into the world for free. I mean, there are several people who listen to us. There are dozens of us. <laughs> yeah, there are dozens of us. <laughs> Guys, I want you to write into us and and tell us. You know what I want you to I want you to tell me how good of an idea that was that we that me and Nick just came up with. Yeah, let us let us know. Let us know on a scale from 1 to 10 how much of a 10 that idea is. <laughs> on a scale from 10 to 10, how great are we? <laughs> uh right into us and toot, toot our horns, okay? Yeah. All right, well that's all the the trailers we have for you. We ain't got no trailer mailers cuz we just we've been on hiatus. Um, but, yeah, it's hard to do stuff here in the dregs lands. But if you want to toot our horns, Nick's going to tell you how to do it. Well, you can go on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, where you can see a picture of the ghost that is behind Ben that I literally keep seeing and thinking, oh my God, there's a ghost <laughs> behind Ben. Uh, or you can look at the picture of Ben mixed with Kevin. And you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, and if you do that, please don't be one of the many, many spam bots that email that email address. <laughs> I'm tired of deleting them. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers if you want to know when a new episode drops, but uh, you probably just ignore Twitter. Um, you can feel generous and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you want, and if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to set up one of them Google voicemails, and you can leave a voicemail, and we're going to do that, and so from then Nick's going to have to add that to his little spiel about how to get in touch. And then you guys, we can play the voicemails on the podcast like they do on real podcasts. Uh, I mean, this is a real podcast, but you know, like ones that have like lots of like big times if you like an NPR podcast, you know? Yep. But <clears throat> listen, here's what we're going to do. If you've ever seen, we're going to make this pirate woman movie, but it's going to be, the storyline's going to be Smokey and the Bandit, the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> and uh, she's going to be like uh, the Bandit. Right, and she's gonna have. We're gonna have to have a Smokey, and I don't know, Nick. Maybe you can tell me who Smokey is gonna be. Who's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is gonna be Smokey. Okay, and he's like, "Well, he's not Chinese. It don't matter. This is a comedy film, okay? And we're just gonna make this movie, and it's gonna be real, real high budget. And whoever did the um, all the. Uh, I changed my mind. If we're gonna have a Chinese actor now, I want Aquafina. Oh yeah, make it Aquafina. Yeah, because Michelle Yeoh is Malay- Malaysian. I'm not sure. I think she's Malaysian. Anyway, whoever did all the effects for Master and Commander can do the effects for this movie film. This guy's Nick and Ben is right. This is riding itself. You ain't even and nobody's paying us for this. We should at least get five star writing. So if you like the idea of five star writing, that is itself. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, and. I'm getting deja vu. Uh, as always, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I'm a better voice actor than Pat Carroll. Happy Trailers. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? What, you troll, you ghoul? Uh, and I'm Ben Moon, and I am literally in the Haunted Mansion with this ghost behind me. Happy Trailers.
and welcome back, folks, to the vid yo games. One quarter portion of the show. Can you believe it? We actually have video game trailers, and we've been playing the same video games that we've always been playing lately. Uh, I don't think I talked about mine last time, did I? Yeah, you did. Or, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did because I talked about the uh, that they took away the they, cheat. They took away the cheat. Yeah, I'm stuck on another part now. I remembered this part. I forgot about this part, but the, there's this great level where uh, you have to go to this uh, farm to get like Canadian whiskey because it's during Prohibition. And I forgot that on the way back you get chased by this cop car, and you have to like do this timed thing where you shoot at it at the right intervals and it's i forgot how hard and frustrating it is so i haven't uh beaten that part yet so i'm still playing it though okay i st it's on my list i gotta get through ghost of shishima ghost of shishima ghost of shishima gotta get through that first uh still playing a lot of marvel snap these days because you know i just can't quit i can quit anytime i want um still doing that um the only industry new news that we have is Diablo 4 is going open beta soon. Yeah, and that ties into the first trailer that we have, which is the Diablo 4 open beta cinematic trailer, because there's 85 trailers per video game. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, apparently the open beta is March 24th. Guys, you know what makes me not want to play this beta? This trailer, because it is the most boring video game trailer I have ever seen, period. Quote me, this is... I, I had I skipped ahead the first time I watched it because I was like, is this, what is this? Yeah, I I mean, I had played Diablo 2 more than any game, maybe, uh, next to Mafia. But I didn't really, I played Diablo 3, but I wasn't super into it. So I don't know if I'll play Diablo 4. I like I like the design of everything and the aesthetic. It's very cool, but I, I just don't know if I'll get to it. Yeah, I th I'm the same way. I think I played more uh, Diablo two than three. I never finished three, but yeah, I never finished three yeah. either. This, this, but this trailer is the slowest, most boringest. I, I'm not even gonna say go 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 check out how boring this is, but it, it really is Snoozeville. Um, yeah. So I probably won't even play to Diab uh, Diablo four. There's there's other stuff yeah, to play. I don't think I'll get to it. So we're gonna skip that. Uh, there is a trailer, a bad trailer for Starship Troopers Extermination. Okay, so. I know that Starship Troopers is uh, is a, a satire of fascism. And they kind of try to make everything look like an old-timey recruitment video. Which is, I think, where they were trying to do with this, too. A bad attempt. But the, oh. guy, the, the guy doing the narration doesn't... He sounds like Coily the Spring Sprite from the Mystery Science Theater short A Case of Spring Fever, <laughs> which is like an old man from the 30s. Like, so, what do you know? Hey, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, that's how he sounds. Hey, hey, kids, you join over here. Join the Starship Troopers. Like, that's how he talks. Yeah, it's exactly right. And it's not, he's not like a talented voice actor. It's, it's like they... Somebody on the dev team. This is like somebody on the dev team that's like, I, I can do kind of that that thirties uh, voice, yeah. Uh, but he can't, and it's and it's just terrible. And it's so I was like, I watched this trailer like a week ago, and I was like, well, let me just refresh my memory on it, and I couldn't even finish it because the the vo the narration was so bad. Sorry, pal. No springs. <laughs> 
Terrible, terrible. Uh, so like, that's totally distracting. I don't know if the game's good or not. Who knows? It doesn't. It didn't really look. Probably not. Co- Who cares? It didn't look uh, captivating or convincing or whatever. So gonna skip that one. Okay. There's another game coming out. This is the third trailer here. Friends versus friends, and you don't have to read the description. I'll go ahead and tell you what this is. It's uh, you kill anthropomorphic animals with a Borderlands jet set radio graphic style, and it looks like it came from 2006. And there's a card playing element because that's in everything. <laughs> is I didn't know that. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a card game element. Okay, that's weird. I, I I still just want Jet Set Radio. That's all I care about. Well, yeah, they're gonna keep skirting the edges of of more Jet Set and not actually committing. They really are. Have any of you out there in TV Land uh, played Jet Set Radio? Man, it was so cool and stylish and so cool. The animation in Friends vs. Friends trailer was very cool. Yeah, it's good. Good uh, style. Like the, but it wasn't the game. The gameplay was just like weird first-person card thing. Yeah, not 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 really interested in this. Yeah, so, me neither. So we're going to miss this one. Okay, now, the last trailer we have here is called The Invincible, and it's based off of some novel. I never read it. Uh, the trailer kept saying, I believe, blah, blah, blah. And then in my head, I just got, I believe in a thing called love. So, you know, I, I lost focus very quickly. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to play this. We're only going to play, like, the big stuff. Let's just be honest. Uh, yeah, AAA. Uh, I'm holding out for uh, Spider-Man 2 at this point. And, yeah. Uh, I- I'm still going to play Forspoken and the Dead Space remake, but I think I might wait till they're cheaper. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, after I play Mafia, I'm, I am going to play the uh, Final Fantasy remake. I'm going to try that out because i never played the original final fantasy 7 so Mm. i'm gonna check that out but i just don't play i'm so tired here's the deal dude like after i feed the children and get the boy bathed and in the bed and snuggle read a book it's like i got nothing left man yeah i feel you Uh, like you work all day and then we go to like the dog park and then Mm -hmm. eat food and then you take the dog for the night walk and then you're in and it's like Sometimes I'm too tired to want to start something new, so I just I've been just rewatching Gravity Falls. Can we talk about car. can we talk about how real the thing is that you just said? Yeah, let's talk about the it. the the so why is it so daunting to start something new whether it's a new show or a new video game you're just like it's like there there is mental effort involved or something and your mm-hmm. your body's just like I don't want to. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to sit on the couch be on Instagram and have something comfortable and familiar on the TV. Yeah. Uh, where I don't have to think or follow in a storyline. Although I do read comics, which I, but I've always found that to be a, a calming thing in my life. So I've like, I've done that since I was a kid is read comics. So I feel like that maybe is different, but like, yeah, I, cause there's a bunch of shows I want to watch, but I just don't ever feel like, watching them when i'm so tired at the end of the day yeah like i'm at the point in my life where i'm so tired that i'm like even like stuff i'm looking forward to like like mando i'm just like i want to watch i do i want to watch but i'm just so you want to want to watch it. yeah i'm just so tired <laughs> yeah you can't do it if you're tired yeah i'm so tired we work we work half all the money all right folks well that does it we're coming up nearly an hour here um 
but I hope you were somewhat entertaining because that's about all that this will do. This is just for entertainment. Yeah. And it's Dregslands, so we might be bi-weekly again. We, like, we might not be able to do one next week if there's no trailers. Yeah. So just be aware of that, that it's... it's our, our making new episodes is dependent on studios releasing things worth talking about which is sometimes problematic in the first quarter of the year it definitely is but hopefully we'll ramp up to these uh, may blockbusters and all that kind of stuff so yep yep uh all right folks well i'm ben moon and i do better voiceovers than some of these uh, video game trailers happy trailsers and i'm nick kelly and i hope i never see a spring again for as long as i live happy trailsers It got 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. The movie critics didn't like it, so you're not allowed to like it either. Uh, Yeah, well, you know what I say? Armageddon.